What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Switch It Up podcast, episode 32. Week two, log two, coronavirus <laughs> quarantine. Coronavirus still is still, still sweeping the nation. It's escalating. Some states are initiating freaking Plan Z, Plankton style. Like no one's allowed to leave their damn homes in some states, like Louisiana, I believe. Yes, unless you have grocery, unless you get groceries or... And yeah, essential businesses are the only ones that are open right now. It's kind of crazy. Uh, I just heard uh, during one of my classes that uh, Governor Wolf, uh, maybe I think he may have issued something where we won't be able to go out driving past 8 p.m. Or like maybe not like we won't be able to go out driving past a certain time starting 8 p.m. tonight. Oh, but no. it may not apply to our county. Some people were saying that it would just uh, apply to send to uh, Philadelphia and surrounding I'd, counties. I was about to say just like the cities and stuff. But I cannot be sure. I did not. I did not verify that for myself. Well, let's 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 Google Governor Wolf and see if anything happens. But we are we're back with our starting our second week of online classes. Uh, well, my second week. This is the start of your first since you had a. Uh, Extended spring break, didn't you? Uh, yeah, today was my first day of classes. Uh, here it says Governor Wolf issues stay-at-home order for Philadelphia surrounding counties, and high schools are closed until at least until at least April thirteenth. Right. So yeah, but yeah, so it was my first day of classes. Uh, history and sport had audio lectures for history. It took me about like forty-five minutes to take notes. So like a pretty much a normal class period, but it wasn't Zoom or anything. It was like all on my own, but I decided to take all the notes because I'm a good kid. And sport mm-hmm. took me uh, I think I counted fifty-four seconds because I'd had to look at two <laughs> flyers. That was it. Oh oh my. Yeah, it was a wow. good for good first day back. Uh, how about you? How was our classes today? Uh classes are going good. My uh my mom was very curious to see what an online class was like for us, so she sat in on my first class. Um, however, this class was not like the normal of of this particular class because our professor's TA uh, was speaking about freaking AI and machine learning and stuff that we're not learning about. And she has a very thick accent, so I could barely understand what she was saying. Awesome. She was talking about complex equations and stuff. My guess was that he didn't have a lesson plan for us today, or at least he didn't. He maybe he needed more time to grade the chapter right. assignment we just took, so he probably just threw that in there. I mean, it was nice. It was interesting, but my, I was essentially just staring, standing there, and my mom was like, "Is this how it's normally like?" I was like, "No, no, it's not." Yes, all the time. <laughs> But, yeah, so today was all right. I had three classes and uh, a study session because I have an exam tomorrow. I have two. Ex- I have three exams this week, actually, I just found out. I have a, I have a midterm this week, so it's due Sunday night, and I have a quiz later. I have a quiz starting Friday, so. I'm know. not sure how these midterms are going to turn out. It's, uh, it's a new frontier, and I'm a, I'm, a little, I'm a little scared, to be honest. No, boy, don't be scared. It's all right. There's... there's... There's more important things in the world to worry about, just like like the COVID nineteen virus. Uh, like the COVID nineteen virus. Also, sorry guys for the very uh, shoddy quality of the last video. Uh, 
last video, fuck, uh, last episode, uh, we were having some technical difficulties and uh, cutting out every five minutes, so hopefully, yeah, was, fingers crossed, was, knock on wood, uh, this episode will go a little, a little smoother. Yeah, we're off to a good start. My headphones didn't sync, so we're doing this just built in, built out my speakers for me. Tyler's in a mic, but we're ready to roll. So yeah, we're we're just bootlegging it. Uh, At, but, per but usual. that's okay. Uh, but um, you know, let's not take this time to be to be sad. Let's take this time to be happy because a, a beautiful thing just entered our lives, Mister Colby, didn't it? Uh yeah, just, definitely. Just three, just three short days ago, two games dropped three short days ago. But you and I both only picked one. We picked the same one, and we picked the more violent of the two. Uh, so yes, yeah, Animal, we, Animal Crossing New Horizons is <laughs> Animal Crossing New Horizons is a good game. Everybody, that's enough out of you. I don't want to hear you talk the rest of this episode. Um, what? What the <laughs> hell? What do you mean? So. Uh, so yeah, Animal Crossing New Horizons is officially out right now. If you live under a rock, um, I was thank God I went think the day it dropped was also happened to be the last day that GameStops around the country were open. So you know, <laughs> cool thing for me I guess to go out and get it, uh, which we'll get into later. GameStop just GameStop thinking they're essential and then just not having that. Yeah. But yeah, so we have had it for what you like you said three days. Um, Every day has been different as far as Animal Crossing goes. Like, there's different things to do, different challenges. It goes, obviously, at your own pace. And if you play Animal Crossing, you already know this. But it's my first go-around, and I'm very excited. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, just good reviews all around. 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10. Nintendo Life gave it a 10 out of 10. Metacritic gave it, like, a 93. So it's, it, Guys. It's great. It's, so, it's a great it's game. It's so good. Uh you're already starting your video is already starting to lag a little bit so that's hopefully awesome. this isn't an omen of destruction but uh around the social medias i have seen that a lot of new people to the series are picking up this game and absolutely loving it there are a lot of memes just floating around about this game that are just complete gold and you know it's just with the whole outbreak of this virus it's honestly the perfect game to have in this time uh and I, I can, I can freely say that I am absolutely addicted to the game. Like it is so, are you fantastic? Okay. Yeah, you are, you are addicted to the game, but that's a good thing. Um, I was about to say, like, are you really gonna call me out here? <laughs> no, I'm not. But uh, did you know that this game was the biggest launch of any Switch game ever in Japan? I am not surprised. There is no final numbers yet, but. It is the biggest launch, is the biggest opening weekend of any Switch game over there. And all we know for sure is that it beat Pokemon Sword and Shield's total of 1.3 million. So we don't have that's, an exact number yet, but... That's absolutely... I mean... I'm a little surprised that it that it's that big of a launch, but knowing the quality of the game now, it shouldn't surprise me, because it's just... It's a ten out of ten for me. Like just straight I think, up. I think it is for me too. Really? Nine, you're, not, nine, you're not getting burned down on it yet? Nine point five, ten out of ten. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about I mean, I don't necessarily like games that don't end with like kinda rub me the wrong way, but I guess this one's different because 
it's different it's different like it's day to day which i which i appreciate like you actually can go at your own pace like you can't just do everything in a day are you comparing this to like a a minecraft per se yes like when you when you say like games that don't end is that yeah. kind of like your main comparison yeah i haven't played many games that don't end just because i don't have a particular fondness towards them but this one is more so like every day is different every day is like unique and like the challenges you can do and mm-hmm what happens and what goes down and i do appreciate that that nintendo like takes the takes necessary steps to make each day different which is going to give the game additional life yeah i think i think the pre like the preset goals that they give you just kind of give it more of a structure than games like minecraft do yeah yeah um because minecraft has like very little specific goals for you to work towards except for like you know, Ender Dragon, Wither, like those bosses. Yeah. Uh, of course, you go for the achievements, but even even they're not like heavily pushed in the game. Uh, I feel like Ter- Terraria is a little more structured because you kind of have like double digits worth of bosses that give you better gear as you go up. Animal Crossing obviously isn't as like action adventure as those two games, but I feel like it's kind of like a step above them in uh, providing structure to the the player while also you know keeping it open-ended where the player is free to do a lot of different tasks at their own pace and just kind of not really limiting them too much on the creative spectrum i think yeah like it's gonna get more creative obviously because the further you go along in the game the more access you have to cooler stuff like right now we're kind of in the beginning so like the best stuff we can do right now is like build bridges and i was gonna say at at this point we have Give them to the museum, so that's about the coolest stuff we can do yeah. right now. <laughs> we've gotten the ability to fully explore our island, though. Like we've gotten the ladder, yeah. so we can yeah. get up on the cliffs and everything. Uh, a lot more am... space on the island than I thought there would be. A lot yeah, more it is really big. I believe it's much bigger than New Leaf. And I've told you about this before. This is the most control you've had over your town in any Animal Crossing game. Mm-hmm. Like it is unbelievable the amount of control you have. Just to where everything is placed. Uh, later on in the game, obviously, you'll have we'll have access to terraforming, where we can literally just redirect rivers with ease. Like it's it's amazing, really. Just the <laughs> the the step up from the previous game, even it's just yeah. incredible. It's a new leaf sold close to like thirteen million copies. I think we're gonna. That's. Gonna I think we'll. I think it'll fly by that. It's going to probably end up being top four, top five, and best-selling Switch games. And yeah, considering we've been waiting for seven years yeah. for the next Animal Crossing title. The next real Animal Crossing title, I know Happy Home Designer and Amiibo Festival came out, but, you know, those aren't... Mainline games. Those are not... Those are spinoffs. This is a mainline Animal Crossing, and it is glorious, <laughs> and I can't wait to further sync time into this wonderful game but i do want to talk about something about it if you don't have anything uh floors yours uh i wanted to talk about kind of the unique challenge it is to make content on this game okay so i'm sure you've heard of people time traveling in this game (laughs) i see all over yeah fiddling with the nintendo switch's clock and uh you know jumping forward days years all that sort of things uh, because this game does make you do a fair amount of like waiting 
Mm-hmm. Uh, which, for which, instance, which I personally like. Yeah, no, I I am totally down with that. You know, it it's uh, I mean, obviously, it could be compared to like those mobile games that make you wait for stuff to happen unless you pay a certain fine. But obviously, you can't really accelerate this with any in-game stuff. Yeah. Uh, it does. You know, it gives the game a nice sense of pace. Uh, since it is meant to be played, you know, day by day. Uh, but. People are actually, like, I've looked on Twitter, uh, particularly on Alpharad's uh, comment comment section, where people are, like, really mad about him time skipping. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, it, you know, a lot of Animal Crossing purists, as he, call, as he called them in one of his posts, uh, seem to think that time skipping is, like, a form of cheating, and it's not how the game is meant to be played and all that. Mm-hmm. And while I might be, like, I don't agree with time skipping, like, I don't think it's the best way to play the game, but looking back on it, honestly, it would be so hard to make content on Animal Crossing if you didn't use that method. That's that's where it's different from a casual player compared to what he does. Yeah, because if you, that's just something I've noticed throughout. You almost really can't compare it, because, like, what he does is, it's his, it's not only his living, but it's also, like, his way of you know entertaining and doing all that and that's his if if that's his way of enjoying the game then that's fine let him do that but i mean also from just a technical and entertainment standpoint right like Mm -hmm. say you're at the part where you're trying to you know build your museum i know some people can pull it off just going along with the game but the game kind of makes you like stop and wait for a while and that could probably get boring for normal viewers and obviously you just don't want to show 30 minutes of you walking around the island and grinding without doing something, you know, productive. Or, I guess, yes. not really productive, guess, entertaining. Would you... So, Alpharad, it's... I would say, like, because I saw he was streaming this game. I wouldn't time skip if I was streaming. That's different. Yeah, if, if you're, you're making streaming videos, then yeah. I mean, even if you're streaming, like, that's a long time for viewers to just watch you on the same day, kind of doing the same menial tasks over and over again, you know? Yeah, I, yeah. Because if you weren't going to time skip, you would have to spend a lot of resources. Like, like, like you could obviously go to deserted islands, yeah. for, for an example, but you would have to spend a lot of nook miles and you can't really gain those back really fast. So it makes sense from a content creation perspective uh, for them to use time skip. Uh, and another avenue I thought was interesting is because I I remember seeing something I was like oh why can't Nintendo like punish you for for doing this sort of thing like I'm I'm sure there's some way like they could track how the progression of days goes and if the game sees something out of order they could punish you for it but then that also brings in how reviewing games goes these days yeah because you know there's obviously content. That's locked behind, waiting for the next day to come. Mm-hmm. So how? So if you couldn't time skip, time skip, reviewers probably couldn't get a full sense of the game. No, and they wouldn't be able to review it accurately. You can't. You can't review a game based off of the three days that we've played so far. You have to go forward in time to give the player that perspective. Yeah, because there's so many like main goals that I have yet to finish. You know, three days in, and mm-hmm. you know. In this climate of game development and release dates, reviewers need to get those reviews out like before the game releases. Like they get review copies and they need to get it out before it releases sometimes. 
Yes. So I just thought it was an interesting sort of retrospective because Alpharad said he was responding to someone about this comment who said that they might be able to patch out time skipping somehow. And he said that it was in every Animal Crossing game. Like, you could do it in every single one. Yeah, it's uh, probably You know, it would surprise me, because obviously I know the DS, is, the DS ones, you can fiddle with a clock and probably do that. Yeah. But it's just, uh, you know, it just got me thinking, like, oh, that's probably why there's no, like, penalty for doing that sort of thing, because of the reviewers and now the content creators for your game. Because if you if the content creators are able to get all this stuff, you know, they make more videos and that's free publicity for your game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. So I don't know. I just thought that was a fun thought that, you know, made me think a little bit on why this feature is used by who it's used by and why it's allowed by the developers and things like that. Yeah. For an entertainment purpose, it's kind of necessary. Like even like, even if streaming, I would say videos is more so of a factor, but like streaming, if you play it, Day by day, that works. If you time skip, that works too. But for casual players like you and me, there's no real rush to get. Yeah, that I mean, some but people I've seen like can. Some people can pull it off. Yeah, where they play day by day, uh, either by making shorter episodes or uh, they kind of have a better sense of long term projects that they can set up and explain, you know, parts of the games to their audience. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I've kind of come to accept and understand why people would do that even though I personally uh, do not think it's a good idea to time skip. No, I don't I don't like it either. I'd rather just take the game in stride, really get a sense like cuz if you're if you're a common player like you like you and I, I think it's just I think it's more appreciative to take the game day by day, like play it how it's meant to be played. You get the most out of it that way. Right. And honestly, it's funny cuz there's no real penalty at all to doing time skipping. Unless no. No. the only, only one real thing you're risking is losing villagers like they might move out on you yeah if you skip ahead too many like days or years do a bad uh, job as a counselor. but like you earn interest on stuff that you keep in the bank so if you want to make a million bells quick you just skip ahead a few years and tom will send you a bill for ninety nine thousand bells that'd be nice uh but yeah there's and you know some people said oh you'll your clock will be out of sync when... Because in this Animal Crossing, the events aren't built into the base game. Yeah. Like, for holiday events, they will be updated as the holidays, you know, come around. Yeah. So, you know, people are like, oh, you'll be out of sync for the holiday updates, but they can just turn their clock to the holiday and be right there. So, yeah, Easter will probably be right on the corner for real-life people, so that'll probably be an update. That That might be an update. They probably have that one already sitting in the pipeline waiting yeah definitely but yeah there's really no discernible penalty for doing time skipping so no yeah, there is that's just a, a thing i saw floating around social media in the community and i thought you know i'd share my thoughts on it so so what's your like so what's your favorite feature in the game my favorite feature yeah uh, we'll wrap it well, up here. Well, I actually do have one more thing on Animal okay, Crossing. Okay, yeah, then go uh, ahead. No, fine. Uh, after, we can do that after the favorite feature, though. All right, that's fine. Um, I think my favorite feature, honestly, is choosing where villagers move in. Move in. That is a huge, just a huge convenience uh, for, for, uh, for me, personally. Because, you know, you, I can just build up my island the way I want it to. 
I can kind of have long-term plans that I can keep consistent without having to work around random villager move-ins. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like that's my favorite aspect of it so far because it just kind of shows, I guess, the approach that they're taking with the game. There's a yeah. lot of efficiency and control. Like with Blathers, you can now uh, appraise and donate multiple things at, uh, yeah, at once without doing it one by one. Uh, that museum is beautiful, by the way. I know, it's fantastic. Very well done. They turned the graphic settings up just for that building alone. Yeah, they turned it up to like 100. And yeah, I'd say that's my favorite. What about you? I get the most out of the multiplayer just because I like playing with everyone at the same time. And you like stealing my shit? That was one time. It but... was one time, but that was... I don't know, looking back on it now, it was, it was pretty funny. Yeah, but no, I think... I think traveling to a deserted island and each one's different. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite because I think that's the best, the best way to get resources and to spice up your island and make it more diverse. And also, you find villagers that way. So, I mean, they say everyone's different, but I keep getting on spiral islands with fucking pears on them. I want, <laughs> <laughs> I need cherries, like, damn it! But my island already has pears. I do need cherries. That's the last one I need. Yeah, but that's probably my favorite feature. I mean, this is my first Animal Crossing game. I'm just enjoying it for what it is. I can't. I have nothing really to compare it to. So. Right. You know, but I'm just really enjoying the game as a whole, and I really want to get a new pair of pants. My denim jeans are wearing out on me. <laughs> yeah, every single clothing item I have gotten, I've, I've just not liked from any balloon or shop or reward or anything. Oh, like, yeah. Just... Uh, shout out Animal Crossing community. Some of the pro designs are pretty freaking sick. Yeah, um, you actually can scan using the Nintendo Online app. Uh, you can scan the QR codes to get those outfits in your games. Okay, yeah, they weren't available at first, but I think, are they available now? I believe they are now, and now there's there's apparently a website that can turn any image into Animal Crossing, like pixel art. So people have been walking around with shirts with like real life memes on them, and it's it's quite good. Sorry, so, I just remember I got a latte maker, and she asked me a sample test. Uh, of course, it was pretty solid. Not pretty gonna solid. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna make one of my morning for classes. Oh god, <laughs> but. but uh, I do have one more thing, if you're done. All right, yeah, no, go ahead. Okay, so I I decided to do a top five list, Colby. Oh, boy, okay. So it's actually two top five lists. It's top five most satisfying things in Animal Crossing New oh. Horizons. Okay. And top five least satisfying things in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Okay. So these aren't in any particular order. I ordered them a little bit, but, you know, don't. they're not, like, super weighted in that aspect. So at right. number five for my most satisfying... I had shooting down flying presents. That's pretty satisfying. For me, it's like when you shoot it down, when you like see it in the distance and you just drop what you're doing and go and shoot it down. I just feel like just it's, kind of a, it's kind of a rush to see what it is. Shot, you're like, ah! and then you just keep <gasps> shot. You're like you hear you hear the breeze and you're like, wait a minute, <gasps> there it is. Like, oh my god, there's a present. Okay. So four uh, is landing a big fish when you're when you're fishing. We see that uh, huge ass shadow in the water, and you and your controller just vibrates like crazy. Okay, so I know which is on the I know what's on the least satisfying list. Probably number one, but yeah, uh, just, just wait, we're getting there. So three is another fishing one. It's landing your line right in front of a fish's line of sight. On oh the first my god! First try, you just like fling. There's easy money. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes it can be really annoying because the fish will just go back and forth. But when you get that one perfect line in on that's, the first try and I agree. that's definitely and on there. That's a good one. 
So number two, I have selling an entire inventory's worth of stuff after a long day of gathering. I've never done that. Just walking into Timmy and Tommy's store and just highlighting everything. Did you see the? Did you see that tarantula post where the guy had an inventory full of tarantulas and sold all of them and got like two hundred thousand bells for it? <laughs> two hundred thousand? Yeah. No, I didn't. That's. Yeah, that's that's the first thing I thought of, because I'd never done that, but I thought that I saw it on Twitter earlier today, but yeah, that's a thing. Oh my god. I didn't know they sold for that much. Yeah, it was a lot. Jesus. Was it like the full three rows, or was it just two rows? Full three. Oh my god, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, and number one, might be a little bit controversial, but uh, weeding the entire island. Oh my god, talk about a little fucking pain in the ass. But like, once you're done, once you're once done, you're done, it's like it just feels so open, it's so great. Does, like you see, yeah. you can you can really see like the room that you have for expansion after you get rid of all the foliage. Uh, I would add to that list um, just the just the different noises that when you're walking on the different terrains and noises it makes. Yes. Like on sand, it's sand. Grass is grass. Even when you flip your pole in the water, you hear the splash of the water. I was in the museum today. I was going up the stairs and like the echo. I'm like, oh my god, the attention details. Yeah, I was talking to my girlfriend actually earlier where I was looking at some bees flying from my flowers and I I think I don't think I'm crazy in seeing this, but it looked like on their sprite, like when they landed on the flowers, they had like the honey or like the pollen stuck to their thighs like they do in real life. Like they were actually pollinating the flowers. Oh man, I have to check that out now. All right, what's the most least satisfying? What's the what's okay? The, least what's satisfying, least satisfying. But yeah, attention to detail is satisfying itself. So least yes. satisfying. Number five. Th- this might be a personal one. Okay. Uh, but trying to catch wasps, but shaking the tree instead, and then getting stung. Just so getting stung in general. My, is my routine is normally like I go around and shake the trees first, so I don't get any bees when I'm chopping the wood down from them. Uh, so I'll usually hold my net and then wait for the bees to fall and then catch them immediately. But just today, I, I, you know, I shook a tree and like normal and the bee fell and I was like, oh, great. But I, so I pressed A and my oh. character just shook the tree again instead of <laughs> catching the wasp and then just oh. got absolutely destroyed. Oh, you out of there yet? <laughs> destroyed by the wasp. So I put that at number five. So number four is waiting for the museum to finish construction. Oh my god! That when you have like an entire storage worth of oh my creatures, god. The storage was full of stuff. It takes so long. Like you can only like for at first you can only donate five before the museum is even there. Then you have to wait a full day for the museum tent to be set up. Then you can only donate fifteen creatures. Yeah, museum. To was, museum was day one. Like you can start on it. It just got done today. So like four full days it takes. Yeah, so then he's like, oh, I can't take any more donations, but I can still assess fossils, but I still won't take those fossils from you until the... So then it takes one more day for the museum to construct, and then you have to wait until the next day after that to actually do stuff. Yeah, you didn't see Blathers at all on Sunday if you were playing. So, yeah, that... I feel like that's just very uh, annoying, so I put it on this list. So number three is when you mess up hitting a rock and you don't get all eight items out of it. Oh my god. I did that like four times. <laughs> I only played for like half hour today, but I did that. I ran just to beat all the rocks and get the nuggets and clay and stuff so you need to make the bridges. And oh my god, it's the most frustrating thing in the world. 
Yeah, you. Uh, the main strategy I've seen is to, you know, dig two holes in the bottom right, so that the eight tiles around the rock are, you know, still open, and you're able okay. to stand in the bottom right, and then just continuously hit it, okay. so that you won't get pushed back. But sometimes you mess that up, especially on deserted islands where you don't really have a lot of moon room to maneuver around. Yeah. Sometimes you don't get every reward out of it, and that's always just kind of sad because you, you know, it's like, oh, that could have been a gold nugget or something. Could have been, man. So, number two is accident, it's, it's kind of a combination. So, it's either accidentally scaring off a bug you don't yet or that you don't have yet, or one that sells for a lot. Yeah, I no, no argument here. And then one is kind of the same as two. Reeling in too early or scaring off a <laughs> big fish in the ocean. <laughs> Just, oh my like, god. Like, I audibly, I audibly show my frustration during multiplayer when I miss a big fish. Yeah, multiplayer is so much fun, dude. It really is. Like, it's so easy to use, too. Yeah, probably going to do it later tonight, so. Hell yeah. Definitely. But, but... Yeah, I just thought that'd be a fun little list to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, for, you know, the different experiences you can have in Animal Crossing. Mostly positive, but... Some things are just, they just get under your skin, so. Oh, definitely. That is the top five most and least satisfying uh, things in Animal Crossing from my perspective. And that's our opening thoughts on Animal Crossing as a whole. I'm sure next episode we'll update you on our trials and tribulations, as it is a day-by-day game, so we will update you on the week that we had. Of course, yes. Obviously shorter than this, but we mm-hmm. will. But yeah, I guess it's fair to talk about Doom Eternal since those two games will forever be linked because they came out on the same day. Yes. And we didn't get Doom Eternal. We watched the first 10 minutes of it. It looked cool, but you know we're both broke. And due to this virus... We, we, we had to, we we had to sacrifice one to the fires. Yeah, we don't, we don't even have jobs right now, so, which sucks. Yeah, we're both unemployed. But So Doom Eternal reviews are also nothing but good, so it was a great day for March 20th games. Yes. Uh, 88% on Metacritic and a 94% on PC Gamer. So, I've heard it's incredibly good, and the memes that come out of that game are also like, absolutely amazing. You know, a lot of games can like be put up a few scores on my, in my opinion, just by the quality of the memes that come out of them. I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read one review from Google, and then that's gonna be it. Um, okay. What can I say? Doom Eternal is an absolutely exhilarating first-person shooting dream in parentheses or horror or horror doom eternal has taken what's amazing in doom 2016 expanded it with even better graphics more varied stages and redesigned demons the level of detail is quite impressive a huge 1000 like demonic beast roaming upon the first stage is an example what's even more impressive is the gameplay which is more of a constant relentless arcade experience with the only time to breathe in with the only time to breathe is at the end of the stage with the new ability to teleport around the map for missed secrets the game has new gameplay me- mechanic f- mechanics, vertical climbing with far more platform ori- orientating. He spelled orientating wrong. <laughs> he also saw, yeah, flame bell, shoulder attachments, dashing more. You feel you have more options and tools to assist you. And yeah, it just goes on and on. And 55 people found that helpful. So there you go. Five out of five from that guy. But yeah, so it doing- makes sense, man. Yeah, you'd love to see it. Um, that obviously came out on platforms that are more popular than the Switch, but so that's probably why it's not taking off in sales yet on the Switch. But nonetheless, yeah. good good to see another good to see another game added. Like we talked about the graph a couple episodes ago, if not last episode, another game that beat the graph. So there we go. <laughs> All right, what do you want to talk about first? Um, 
Sakurai or Game Stop? Let's talk about good old Sakurai, our good friend okay, Sakurai. So I don't know if you saw this, but Sakurai says it's a total blank slate after he finishes Super Smash Bros. DLC. I, I'm honestly okay with this being the last Smash Bros. for a while. How long? How long? How long is a while? Like I honestly, I I'm not even kidding. Like a decade. Seriously, I mean, it all really depends on the Switch's lifespan. I think. I don't know. Well, this obviously is going to be the only Smash game on Switch, but like, still, like if they. I mean, make... still, if you could, like, if you make a a new console after the Switch, just just port Ultimate. Yeah, if you make the next, if you make the next, um. Switch or next not next switch next console I guess backwards compatible just make it see ultimates in there because there's yeah, so much just, just just pour ultimate with all its DLC after everything's done and mm-hmm. don't work on a new game for a while like do other things let Sakurai yeah. work on other projects yeah so here's the article from Nintendo Life um, Sakurai is dedicated to making ultimate the best fighting game it could possibly be that's why he's working around the clock to meet certain deadlines although there's a high probability of the second round of DLC fires not proceeding as scheduled due to the coronavirus outbreak. It's always really focused on. He's like, yeah, that sucks. It's going to delay it a little bit. What happens, though, when DLC Fire development for Smash Bros. wraps up? Not even Sakurai himself knows or what his plans are at this stage. His, his direct quote is, right now, all I can think of is producing DLC for Ultimate. After I finish that, though, it's a total blank slate. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing his genius in other I, franchises. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, like it, 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 links to, it links right here, um, like a... A, a Kid Icarus game for Switch or a better Kirby game. Like I wouldn't mind seeing his creative genius in other elsewhere because he's done everything he possibly can with Ultimate. So I, I really think, think he's left all his cards on the table. I think he just needs to step back from that franchise. I think Nintendo has to let him step back from Smash. And like, wouldn't you just want to do other stuff at this point too? Like, I mean, how, after how, how after this. Yeah, how like boring. Your magnum opus, yes. Like how long? So how long? So Smash Bros. is probably taking like years. Like he's been going to work for years, just doing the same thing for years. And maybe he wants to like do a different game. Like a Kid Icarus game would be sick on the Switch. I was about to say, like I just feel like he needs. Like he obviously has a really big creative outlet with Smash, but yeah, I feel like he just needs to kind of break. Like, even though there's so many opportunities to, you know, have creative freedom with making smash bros characters you do have to kind of follow some guidelines at this point yeah with how big the roster has gotten and how the game itself is structured i feel yeah so i think working on just a new franchise or just even having him help out like he doesn't even have to be a huge role yeah because having him focus his efforts on something else besides smash might be healthy honestly 2015 they started developing and he's not done he's not gonna be done until next year so six years six years of just, of just your focus being this one game like that's probably exhausting like not even breath like breath of the wild took that long but that was like that was just because of delays and stuff this game was never delayed yeah and i don't know if it's just the uh the media attention he gets or just the marketing material, but Sakurai just seems to be so involved in this game. Like personally. Like he's hands- a lot he he's a lot of hands on for sure. Like not a lot of other games have a poster child like Smash has Sakurai. Mm-hmm. Like he's just 
Mr. Smash Bros. Yeah, you can't really look at a game and think and like name the developer off the top of your head that you can. Like it's just so recognizable with Smash Bros. So you know, it might be hard to move away from the series, but I feel like I, I think I disagree. I think he's ready. Like it sounds well, like Oh no, I think he's ready, but I like I was talking about more of like I guess the 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 fans and yeah. You know, maybe even Nintendo might be taking a risk and letting him I feel like it'll be a risk and reward letting him walk away from from Smash for a little bit. Once he once he announces that last DLC fart, I wouldn't mind just him on the direct saying like this is it, I'm done, thanks for all the support, but I'm going to do other things. Like I would totally welcome that. Yeah, I mean, the man deserves it. Yeah, he like, deserves I, a, deserves a, a paid vacation and Like I'm not sure we can ask anything of this man ever again. No, I mean, he's given he's us done. he's given us so much. Like I just he really has. Like he's done so he's done so much with this game and yeah, I mean, yeah, 2015 6 years. That's crazy. And there's better stuff on the horizon, so like not just with Smash Bros and Sakurai, both other games as well. And I I just hope he gets the rest that he deserves at some point. I hope he does too. I mean, he really does. Like we, we've alluded to it, but he really does deserve it. He's really killing it. And finally, for my last bit of news here, GameStop took some heat this weekend. Yeah, I I heard about that. So I I so I went there on Friday, obviously, um, to get Animal Crossing, and they're like, "This is our last day before we shut down." And I'm like, "Okay, that makes sense. Coronavirus outbreak, all that." It was only then that I found out that. GameStop said they weren't shutting down because they were an essential business. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they that's said when that they were essential, and then like the world's just like, what? The, what the hell are you talking about? You sell video games. <laughs> you know what? You're right. So as of right now, I drove by the GameStop today, uh, boarded up, nothing came and get in. Don't even think yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, do you think that this was? They could have just came out and said, we just want to get some Animal Crossing sales, man. Like that's literally it. We just want to get like two big games are coming out on Friday. Let's just stay open till then. Do you think that any reason? That's that's probably why. I mean, they had two heavy hitters coming out, and that would have brought in a lot of business. Oh yeah, def- definitely did. Like even digital, like uh, they're selling other games digitally, but they probably like get some. So I know they get a share of the purchases in store. So I mean, there are probably a lot of pre-purchases. Uh, yeah, that were that were in at GameStop at the time. So I mean, it make it makes sense why they'd want to stay open. Oh. Yeah, just to maximize on not maximize so they couldn't stay open the whole week. They did. They actually did release Doom Eternal on the nineteenth. I saw. Like, there was a tweet. They dropped where, it. Day. Yeah, they wanted to spread out the crowds. Well, that that makes sense because there was a rumor going around that Crossing dropped early too, but that's not true. That dropped on Friday. So I saw a tweet where they wanted to kind of disperse the amount of people that would be there at once. So they decided to do. Because of the Doom fire. on the nineteenth and Animal Crossing on the twentieth. Yeah, the the our, our local GameStop, you there was no more, you couldn't have more than ten people in the store at once. Yeah, so. including staff. So you're really cutting it down there. But I mean, just we talked about GameStop because they had Reggie on the board. Just another GameStop mm-hmm. taking a hit, took a hit there. But I think it was the right thing to do. I mean, they have they have games to sell and. When was the essential business thing announced? Like Wednesday or Thursday? That, I think it was Thursday. No, so it was they had two weeks and then people weren't people basically told the governor to fuck off. And <laughs> Tuesday he's like, Okay, I'm shutting this down. Like you have to shut down. And some some stayed open as late as they possibly can, a la GameStop and 
they got some money out of it. So, but they did close early. They told me they were closing like at six. So oh, I see. So it was a shorter work day, and I also went to GameStop earlier to, yeah, buy, buy Platinum, which is gonna, which is what I'm gonna be playing. Oh my god! During my outbreak, and Tyler and I were talking about it. I cannot wait. In like a week, they're just gonna announce that they're making remakes, and I'm gonna kill somebody. It's it's we're coming up on the 15th anniversary of Gen 4 and the 25th anniversary of the entire series, I think. So the stars are aligning. I think Gen 4 remakes are finally on the horizon, on the new horizon, if you will. Oh, stop it. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know. I'm just I'm just trying to stay positive in this whole outbreak. It's gloomy, man. It is, very, it is very gloomy outside right now. Game uh, Platinum should be here within. Well, if GameStop shut down, I hope the mailing industry still. Working. I mean, you paid you paid more for it than it originally released at. So don't, don't remind me. <laughs> I spent so much money this week playing video games, but Same yeah, here. that's gonna, that's going to be the game that's going to keep me busy during the quarantine. Uh, you know, it's just my favorite Pokemon game, so I thought I might as well. You should run a Nuzlocke, dude. Oh my! Make God. it harder for yourself. No, I'm going to casually play it through it first and then probably do another challenge. There's a video, there's a YouTube video out there. Can you beat Platinum without taking any damage? Yeah, I saw that. It, it is. Oh my God. It, it looked I painful. My, that, I drive myself insane. Honestly, I would not do that at all. That, oh, that looks so brutal. But we were talking earlier this week, like Sinnoh remakes, like Platinum has everything in it that Diamond and Pearl does. So like, what would they do? I just think again they're gonna the, make two games. That's just the easy money grab because you, you can sell the bundle, you can do whatever. Yeah, but they'll, they'll just add the platinum content to Diamond and Pearl along with you know obviously the graphical and gameplay updates. Uh, I it's 2020. What if they make platinum content DLC? It's very possible, but that's kind of what they did with Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire because uh, they added the Delta episode, which was all about Rayquaza and Deoxys and oh, that's one hundred percent what they're gonna do then. So I imagine that's what's gonna happen here. It just seems like the logical course of action where they can still sell you, two games, but have it be updated with new content. Did you have to beat the game in Sapphire to access that? Yes. So then they have to change the storyline if they're gonna do that. For yeah, the, the Delta episode was the post game essentially. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to change the. They have to change the storyline then with Cyrus and Team Galactic. How's like, they they could do just the platinum story where you do encounter Giratina at the end, but like you don't catch him. And like but, since, but since there are two versions, I'm not they're, sure if that'd be. They're absolutely like, two versions. Like I I slept on it because I told you, yeah, maybe those two platinum. There's no chance. No, they will definitely do two versions, but you know they want to highlight the box legendary of each region. So having both legendaries and the like the third legendary in both versions would be kind of counterintuitive from a business standpoint i think well yeah so they, keep... so they may just do like you know you count you encounter dialga in uh diamond and palkia and pearl and then post game is you know you can get both you can get the you can get the other one possibly and also giratina and maybe yeah. they, maybe they'll do something with the immense amount of mythical pokemon in this region, <laughs> and so like with Shaman, with Dark, Dark Rye, with Arceus, Arceus, maybe. Ooh, that's an interesting prospect. They might actually work Arceus into the story. That's true, and that could be how you get all three of them. That could be pretty crazy because that could be a pretty sick like 
that could be pretty sick DLC. Like Arce- Arce- Arceus like runs wild, and you have to catch the three. Not even not even just DLC. Just make it post game, dude. Oh come on, they need to make money. So I mean, um, they're obviously dude. There's now, two now that they're doing expansion two pass. expansion passes for shield and sword. Yeah, like, I, I know. I know. This. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, maybe the mythical Pokemon will be like expansion pass two and like the distortion world and all that'll be like expansion. Oh yeah, pass. and obviously we have Regigigas. We have the regular legendaries like that aren't even mythicals. We have Regigigas. We lake have spirits. the Lake Spirits and all well, that, yeah. and that won't even count. Heatran, Cresselia, yeah, all that. Yeah, Heatran, Cresselia, that. Won't e- and that number won't even count the amount of legendaries that may come over from other regions. Good point. Good so point. there's a lot think- of room for expanding the story here uh, that I really hope they take because there's a lot of just legendary Pokemon that provide the framework for it. So Yeah, because it's definitely going to be different from the DS versions. It's just I don't know how... Like Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire were pretty different, actually. They expanded on the lore of Pokemon, uh, the possibility of alternate timelines and universes. Uh, they kind of wrapped up the story of how Mega Stones were created, the first Mega Evolution. They added new forms for the box legendaries. One of the towns was almost completely changed to be, uh, you know, it's still had the same name and same sort of landmarks, but it had a whole different aesthetic. That's gonna be um, so that's gonna be Celestic Town and Sinnoh. That's gonna be completely different, I think. I think Celestic Town does have a lot of uh, potential to be even more like ancient feeling. Yeah, or, that's uh, why I think it'll be different. Like imagine the like imagine the ruins on the Switch engine. Like that look. Obviously, I hope they do better with the graphics, but right. There's a lot of potential, like we said with Sword and Shield. It's just. It's just hard to imagine Diamond and Pearl without Garatina now. Like he's he obviously Garatina's in Diamond and Pearl. Like he's in the yeah. Original. He's one of the most. Uh, he he is a very defining aspect of Gen Four. I just don't know how you. There's no way they scrapped the Distortion World because there is no Distortion World in Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, and that that that's almost too like iconic. It's like one of the most iconic puzzles in Pokemon. Yeah, Sinnoh is actually a very expansive region. Very. Like you have. All sorts of climates. Uh, I watched a video yeah. about like kind of the topography of Sinnoh recently, which is very interesting. Uh, but I did remember that it also had the Battle Frontier, or had a Battle Frontier. It did. Which uh, many games these, many of the Pokemon games these days are sorely lacking. They'll usually only have one battle facility uh, instead of you know the entire like area full of them that previous games have had. Uh, so it would be interesting to see how they handle that. Because in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, they just completely removed the Battle Frontier. So it'll be interesting to uh, watch what route they take uh, with these remakes. I'm pretty convinced that they will come out soon. Or at least they'll be announced soon. Hopefully in a Nintendo Direct. Like, like imagine the amount of press a Nintendo, uh, Nintendo Direct would have when it could have like uh, Breath of the Wild 2 news... And announce Pokemon remakes. And maybe a Smash character reveal. Like, that would be almost, like, the ultimate direct. And it could be and it could be happening, like... It could be happening Any soon. day now. Any yeah, day now. Forever. So, so yeah, it's just, it's just fun to speculate, because, obviously, we have nothing to go off of, because we get right. But, like I said, it's just hard to imagine a Sinnoh game without the distortion world now that we've got... Well, we've got it. it now, now that we've got it, and it was done okay, pretty so dang well... Okay, so is there is there a platinum remake? Yes or no? 
No, 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 no way. There wasn't think... an emerald. There was no emerald remake, and there was no crystal remake. So therefore, there will not be a platinum remake. Fair and. Did... I forget. Did you go to space in the original Sapphire and? Oh, uh, no. Rupee? No. Okay, so that that was added. Well, that's different. That was. Maybe they'll do something similar then. I think Garatina is definitely gonna be an expansion pass. I think they'll. I take... No, no, Garatina will not be an expansion pass. I think he will. I think they'll take out the port. I think they'll they'll, they'll take out the part where you find him in Turnback Cave, and they'll make him Distortion World, and they'll I... twist. They'll twist the story somehow. Like Cyrus is like, I think, okay, you fuckers will only create a new world. I'll just go to a di- I'll just go to a completely different world and get the bad guy to join my team. Well, that's essentially what he did, except he didn't make the bad guy join his team. He just kind of chilled. Well, no, he tried to get Dalgon Palkia to join his team, not Garatina. Garatina like stopped that. <laughs> yeah, but then you went to the distortion world, and didn't Cyrus try to find Garatina? He said no, because he, he said the sh- he said the shadowy Pokemon isn't here. And then oh, he eventually cool. finds him. And then once you beat him, he's like, good luck catching it. There's no chance. And then you catch it. And then he just chills in the source world for the rest of his life. I don't know how he eats or anything, but. Yeah, I mean, he probably dies. Just spends the rest of his days in the distortion world. Um, weird decision, but. Yeah. But I think that Giratina will be post-game. And that there well, there may be expansion passes, depending on how well the Sword and Shield expansion passes well, go. Now that you brought up the mythical Pokemon, there has to be an expansion pass. In yeah, people. I feel like the expansion pass will be like Arceus and like some mythical Pokemon. Darkrai, Shaman. Uh, what other mythical Pokemon were there? Cresselia's main game. Heatran's main game. Darkrai, Shaman, Arceus. I think those are the only three mythicals, actually. And Sinnoh? Yeah. Because I remember Sinnoh introduced a lot of legendaries, but I think with Rotom Mythicals, it's pretty no, Rotom's tame. Rotom's not really a legendary. Rotom's pseudo-legendary now, I think. Because you yeah. can catch multiple of him, and you can yeah. breed him, and you can catch multiple of him now. Yeah, I think those, those would be only three. Well, I mean, you can't ask for a better three. For real. those are They're all like so different, but somehow... You literally so have... You have God in our in RCS. You have Heaven and Shane, and you have, like Hell and Darkrai. Like it's just the perfect like. I mean, Giratina is kind of more Hell than Darkrai. Darkrai is just kind of like she's just chilling. He's just a nightmare. And then Shaman's like the embodiment oh, of did, gratitude. Did they change the order of the sin of the Sino gym leaders from Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum? Didn't they change the order? I don't remember. I don't think I ever played. Isn't Platinum the that ghost? Much. Isn't the ghost gym leader in? Fant- I think Fantina's her name. Fantina's... Isn't she the third? She's the third in Platinum and the fifth in Diamond Pearl, I think. I have not played those games and in a while. Who... Okay, so... Fi- no, that would make sense because, yeah, you get the heart thrown first. So they switched the fighting... They switched the fighting in Ghost 3 and 5, which I think they'll mm-hmm. do that again because it just makes sense to keep Fantina. Oh, uh, uh, dude, do you know what I'm really excited for if they remake these games? What? The updated soundtrack. Oh my god. The remixes Sin- of Sinnoh's soundtrack is so iconic and relaxing. The Cynthia battle? Oh my god. Oh <laughs> my god. I mean they've added Cynthia in pretty much every gen since Gen 4. Oh, she's a she's a she's an icon now, I think. She's a fan like favorite, so is they gotta the do, they gotta do this battle. She the most well known like champion, do you oh think? Oh my god, easily. Besides I, maybe red or blue. Or Lance. I would, I, yeah, I'd say Lance. Like blue, but even but even then, like Cynthia has been in way more games than Lance, and 
and blue, probably and, and blue. blue and red. Yeah, yeah, all of them out so, of here. Yeah, I, I honestly, I'd be okay with saying Cynthia is the most well known. And she she's was, the most infamous because she was so hard to defeat on our first yeah, go around. Tough. She's very tough. But yeah, no, she's been in Unova. You fight her there. Uh, I don't think she was in Kalos, but she was in Sun and Moon. And she's not in Shield. Or she's Sword. not in Sword and Shield. What 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 region Sinnoh based off again? Do you know? Like geographical region? Uh, it's based off of a gems one through four were all based on regions uh, in Japan. Okay. Uh, but I'm not sure exactly which like districts or uh, real life regions they were based on. Okay. But I'm sure a quick Google search could fix that. All right. Well, Tyler, we have to wrap it up, obviously, with looking at some charts. Oh, dear. Do you want to take a guess at what number one is this week on the UK charts? Is, is it Animal Crossing, Colby? It is Animal Crossing by a wide margin. Thank God. If you said Mario Kart, I might have had a heart attack. Number two. Do you want to guess number two is? Doom. Doom is two. Well, I guess okay. three is? Pokemon? Pokemon's not on the list at all. Not on the list? I don't know. I just I just decided to go on, on a limb there. Not what? a Nintendo game. It's not a Nintendo game. Is it Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Call of Duty Modern Warfare. What's uh, yeah. four? Come on. What's number four? Keep it going. FIFA? FIFA? Come on. Oh, five. shit. Uh, Mario Kart? Mario Kart's five. God what, damn it. <laughs> what's six? Uh... Um, this, not, not Nintendo. No. Not Nintendo. Not Nintendo. Shit. Big game too. Very Madden. Very well. Madden. No, not Madden. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, my strength out of five. You aren't gonna get the rest. So yeah, I probably wouldn't get the rest. That was good though. You went five for five. That was strong. So GTA Five is six. Crash Bandicoot. Sane Trilogy is seven. Really Four is five for five. I, I did say. I did say Pokemon. So Crash has two games in the top ten. Jeez. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuels 9. Red Dead Redemption Stum- 10. He, he's coming to Smash, man. I'm telling you. Oh, he Crash, absolutely there Crash is. No doubt, there is no doubt in my mind that he's coming to Smash. All right, I think Crash, I think Rayman has a chance. You still, you, Scorpion, are you on to the, to the death? Saying yeah, I don't I don't think Scorpion will be in anymore. Oh, but I, think that, I think that Crash and Rayman are two very likely possibilities, but I don't I think if one gets in, the other will not, though. Okay. that I mean, yeah. You can only have so many cartoons. and. I mean, it is a Nintendo game. Like, they'd fit perfectly in. They do. But I don't know. For some reason, it's just a hunch. Like, if we get one of them, I don't think we'll get the other. Do you have anything else to add? Hey, what, what, game, what game are you going to be playing outside of, Animal, outside of Animal Crossing during this? Outside of Animal Crossing, you're really pushing your luck thinking I'll play anything besides Animal Crossing. My, my bad. But uh, probably some more. If anything, I'll just play some My Hero Once Justice if I need like a f- sort of energetic game to uh, get to pr- provide some more variety in my I've, game selection. You, we were on FaceTime, but I popped in Fire Emblem. And I, I wasn't feeling it at all. You were not feeling it at all. No, I. I once you go, in, once you go to Animal Crossing, you never go back, man. No, because I, I was, my sister was playing Fire. Like my sister loves Fire Emblem, my youngest, and she. Like I, I, I get more joy out of watching her play than I do playing now because I just know everything like by heart. Like okay, I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my level a thousand Dimitri here, and he's gonna kill everyone. <laughs> so, yeah, I get more joy out of that now. But uh, right, probably right after this, I'm gonna 
gonna uh, you know just go do my thing, probably watch some TV and then play Crossing later tonight. And I'm I'm assuming we'll we'll be playing the multiplayer. Yeah, I might be uh, I might be studying for a bit for some exams. No, no, that sounds terrible. uh, And I also might eat. I'm incredibly famished. (laughs) You just. It's school Animal Crossing. For this. School Animal Crossing. There's no time for food. Well, it's, I mean, it was a perfect day to game. It was hot. It was sleeted outside. Like, what the yeah, hell? It's, it rained. It snowed. It sleeted. Like, we had the entire precipitation spectrum outside today. It was, yeah, it was terrible. But, but I have nothing. I, have you nothing know, I mean, we can't really go outside anyway, so. No, I'm going to get the rest of my Switch games this week, so. We'll, we'll, I, I'm still not sure of my move out date. I. I mean, our school kind of uh, called off late. They said they'll let us know, but we we don't know exactly yet. Does your brother have a DS charger? <laughs> I I don't Anyone know. House have a DS charger. I'm sorry, I didn't know you'd be paying over ten dollars overpriced for a platinum, like a year Neither later. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> the mood I mean, just man, kind this, of struck, you know. And this you know, this virus is. It's really throwing everything into a loop. It really is, but that's going to wrap up episode 32. I the Animal Crossing, it is. Yeah. Animal Crossing episode. Let's switch it up. If you enjoyed, you know where to find us. On Twitter, at SwitchUpPod. If you, if you prefer one of us over the other, first of all, what the hell? <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> if it's me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Colby underscore Moyer. If it's Tyler, he'll tell you where you can find him. Uh, yeah, if it is me, first of all, thank you. Second of all, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Tyler Samsel. It's pretty easy. And uh, on Instagram at tsamsel11. And, uh, you know, I'll, we'll probably be posting some, we, we usually post some tweets uh, pertaining to game releases or, you know, yeah. of course, when giveaways or polls are put up. So, you know, we're, give us a follow and you might be able to, to participate in some of that stuff, but. With that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in once again. Stay safe out there with the world in such a state, and hopefully we'll... Yeah, please do. Please do be safe. Like, this is obviously a serious situation. We're kind of sitting back and watching history, which is cool in a way. But obviously do be safe. You don't want to be a part of... You don't want to be a part of that history. Just sit back and tell your grandkids that you watched it. Don't be like... Don't yeah, be, just... Don't be taking part. Don't cut corners. Don't take unnecessary no. risks. Just yeah. be, just be mindful. Stay inside and game. Goddamn. Like, yeah, seriously, perfect. it's it's a perfect time for it. You know. Perfect. Do not buy all the toilet paper, please. No, come on. Sharing's caring, people. Sharing is caring. Look out for your fellow citizen. That's what this whole, that's what this whole quarantine plan is supposed to be. So I don't understand why people's buying habits shouldn't be held to the same standard. Agreed. All right, next episode. Pray that there's a direct. Yes, that. Because if there is no direct, we're gonna be talking about more Animal Crossing. We we will more be talking... news. And more in my platinum journey, hopefully. So. So yeah, hopefully we'll see y'all uh, in the next one. So. Till then, gamers. Peace Stay out. Stay safe. Have a good one.